Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast with Steve Gordon. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gordon, and today I'm very excited to be talking with Sean Buck. Sean has been a serial entrepreneur for over 15 years, and he currently owns and operates the Newsletter Pro based out of Boise, Idaho. And although they've, although they've only been operating since 2011, uh, Sean and his 60 plus member team have grown the company into the nation's largest custom print newsletter company. They print and mail millions and millions of newsletters annually for all kinds of businesses. Um, and their clients are spread across four different countries. And uh, what I love about Sean is that he really, ha- he facilitates the kind of marketing that we really believe in around here. So I think this is gonna be a real treat. In addition to what he's done at the Newsletter Pro, uh, he also is the author with Dan Kennedy to, of uh, the, the No BS Guide to Maximum Referrals and Customer Retention. I'm ho- hoping we'll get to talk a little bit about that as we get into it. Uh, Sean, welcome to the show. Great to have you here. Steve, thanks for having me, man. I'm excited to be on the, the show. So just give everybody a little bit of context. We've known each other for a few years in, in different masterminds, but uh, I want to just kind of give everybody the background for how you got to this stage in, in business. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I think that, I, I you know, I've, I've always been an entrepreneur, you know, ever since I was young. But um, but how we kind of come to here was was actually a lot of focus. That's not where it started, but it ended up being focusing on on just a handful of things and then doing those really well. So, you know, when I first started this company, uh, Newsletter Pro, it actually wasn't called Newsletter Pro. Uh, it had a different name. It's called Solution Marketers. We sold all sorts of little marketing products, you know, for people mostly in the direct mail space. But um, newsletters was just one core component, one product. And as I started to scale, what I realized was is that I was going in so many different directions. And, um, you know, I'll just every, every day I'd take a phone call with a restaurant owner. I'd take a phone call with a, a dentist and, and I'd be selling different products. Right. You know, and then, then maybe with, uh, someone else who I was selling a newsletter to and a lawyer or something. And, uh, and it was so difficult to get any traction when I was running in, in 18 different directions with 18 different products. And so I did what anyone would do in that situation is I sat down, I evaluated all of my products or service and services. And I said, um, Okay, which one is the most difficult and the least profitable? And then I said, let's do that one. <laughs> and so, and that's actually um, that actually is true of the main products and services newsletters was the most difficult, the least profitable. But at that point, we had never had a cancellation on the of the service after a couple of years, and so it also uh, had the highest customer retention. And I realized, you know, hey, this was always really a good tool for me to use in my previous businesses, but it was so difficult. I think I'm just going to focus on this, and that focus took us. Um, it took us and and doubled us in four months. So from when I made the decision, and we weren't a huge company at the time, we were probably doing like uh, 360, 400 thousand bucks a year, you know, something like that. So is what we were doing before I focused, and then when I focused, we went to doing uh, 800 thousand in four months. So we doubled, you know, in size really quickly, um, and then actually just kept doubling after that. So. Um, taking it and constantly making small improvements on the product, the service, the customer service, the experience, um, our ability to build relationships with with clients, you know, all of that um, just had us grow uh, crazy fast. So um, I don't know if you know this or not, but but we've we've sent a couple of folks to you, uh, a couple of our clients, and and they rave about what you guys do because you you have taken this 
this process, which is difficult for everybody. I mean, yeah. believe me, I mean, we, we write our own newsletters um, and, and we have at times put out as many as three a month to different segments. And it's crazy. Like it's a ton of work. Um, and most businesses won't do it, but it's such a valuable tool. So I think I think you're smart for f- focusing in on an area where, you know, nobody really wants to get their hands dirty and do it. But I can imagine that wasn't an easy decision to make, and it probably wasn't very easy once you made the switch. What are some of the things that, that you've drawn on over the years as, as, you know, things in business get tough to kind of push forward? Yeah, I mean, it, you're right. It wasn't easy. It was, and we didn't, to be clear, we didn't turn away. Like if someone called me off and we're like, hey, I've got a check in hand. I'd like to buy this service that you were offering previously. We would sell it to them. We just weren't actively trying to get it. But, you know, when business gets tough, it's one of those things where where what I like to just focus in on is my bigger reason why. And, and so what I found was that when I first started out, probably like everyone else, the reason why was money, right? You know, I just, I wanted to make some money. I want to, you know, live a good life or be rich or whatever your reason why is it's money. And as we started to have success, I couldn't use that as the why anymore because it, you know, once you're making, I mean, when you're making 150 or 250,000 bucks a year, um, you know, that, that need for money goes away. And, and there are only a handful of people that are so money motivated that will keep pushing them just for the idea of winning with money. Right. And so, um, getting really clear on a bigger picture of, of why I, you know, we wanted to do, you know, why we wanted to grow, why, why, why not go, um, we got offered last year, I got offered a, a large amount of money to sell, um, you know, into eight figures. And, and so why say no to that? Why not just take that and run? Right. You know? And so, um, uh, yeah. And I think, I think it comes down to what is your overriding reason why that really gets you up in the morning and, and makes you push uh, instead of quitting or just staying still. Well, and I, I think that's, uh, such a great point. Um, so many of us kind of lose sight of that. Why are, why we're doing this? So for you guys, what is it that that really drives that? I mean, is it the the customers? Is it the the transformation you're doing there? What what is your why? Yeah, so it's changed. It's changed a few times right over the years. And so today, uh, currently, my why has a lot to do with impact. Um, so for me, I really uh, actually do enjoy creating the content and helping people, which uh, I mean, your content's uh, really good. So I'm guessing, I mean, I, I legitimately actually mean that. I'm <laughs> not just saying that. I, I like your content. Your book's great. Um, you know, it's, and so it's, you know, with, when you get that, uh, when you actually enjoy doing that, that's one reason why. Uh, two, I get the opportunity to uh, change lives here in Boise, Idaho, which, and I love my city. So, um, and I don't just mean with my employees. I mean, we've, we've actually just won, uh, uh, one of the best places to work in Idaho for our third year in a row. Uh, but I get to help tons of people, uh, from a charitable standpoint too. We, we have our own charity we call fostering Christmas, which basically, um, the short version of it is, is that we get, uh, once Thanksgiving hits, they don't get any kids that go to the foster system, don't get any presents after Thanksgiving in, in Idaho at least. And it's that way in many states because they just don't have the resources to get them. And so my company and uh, people in the community, we all work together, my team members, and we make sure that every single kid gets all three of their wishes 
up until Christmas Eve. So even Christmas Eve, I'm out buying presents for kids and running them across different counties to go drop them off. You know, so these kids have a Christmas morning, right? Um, and so, so I get to help the community, um, and then and then just my own kids. I get to create amazing experiences that um, just wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't normally get to go do. And 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 um, you know, whether it's go, you know, go on cool trips. I love experiences. That's you know. So with my family, I want to. You know, I don't remember all the things we had. Not that we had a whole lot of things. I don't remember the things, but the handful of experiences that we had as as kids. You know, that that rare trip to Disneyland or whatever. That's what I remember as a kid. And so, you know, I want my kids to take those kinds of cool memories and experiences. So th- that's that's where I'm at today. You know, that that's awesome. I, I it's funny we we have much the same philosophy in our family, and it's it really is all about the experiences. And it just struck us one day that. The things we talked about when we were visiting our parents were always about the trips or the memories or the activities it was never about, you know, I had, you know, this toy or that or, you know, this other thing. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about this, this charitable work, though. Uh, that's a big deal. I mean, that's that's a huge undertaking. It sounds like did that yes. come from from you or did that come out of your employees? Where did that kind of evolve out of? You know, it was actually interesting. It, it... Um, it came because this, this, we, we know this lady who works for the, the foster system runs that the, the kind of Christmas wish list program for the foster system in the next County over, uh, called Canyon County. And, um, she was just talking to my wife and telling her about, about, you know, all these kids and she was telling some of the stories and, and, you know, what, unfortunately what happens a lot of times around the holidays is, is. People uh, are are stressed out, or they're you know they they get drunk at a Christmas party, and uh, you know mom or dad does something that they they shouldn't do, whether it's uh, abuse or something else, and the kids get yanked, and um, and and so these kids now are having this really hard time not in their house, and and it's right around the holidays, and you know and and she was just saying how how much it just like they just wanted things like socks. You know, just so they could have, you know, I mean, just simple stuff that the county couldn't provide them. And uh, my wife goes, well, how many kids are you talking about? And um, she's like, I don't know, you know, 30 or 40 or whatever it was that year. And uh, she goes, we'll buy all the gifts. And it just us personally, we'll, we'll just buy them all. And that's kind of how it started was that we were doing it. And then my team heard about it and they wanted to get involved. And so... Um, uh, they started buying gifts, and then um, last year we expanded it to two counties, the two biggest counties in Idaho, um, and we also put it out on Facebook, and uh, and we bought we bought gifts either ourselves, my team, or from uh, friends of ours, basically our friends on Facebook, right? You know, uh, and we bought gifts for I think it was 101 kids uh, uh, in the area who were going to go who were going to go out there, and I and I yeah, a ton of it was toys, of course, but. Uh, I mean, some of it was just, they, they just didn't have a jacket, you know, and they were cold. Wow. And, well, congratulations. I mean, it's a, it's one thing to know of the need. It's another thing to step up and do something about the need. And, and, and thank you for doing that. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah. And I, and I think the, the really important thing there is going back to this idea of why, mm-hmm. you know, if, and, and for everybody listening, having that clear definition, whatever it is, whether it's a, a charitable thing, a giving thing that, that the business is driving for you or something else, I, I find usually it's a combination of things. It's not just one thing for most of us, right? Yeah, totally. um, and 
really getting clarity around that. I've, my fear is that most business owners don't stop and take the time to get the clarity around it. And, and, and then you read the literature and everybody makes such a big deal about now about this whole idea of why. But it's as if you've got to have this one overarching why that's always going to be there that's never going to change. But I think you, you rightly pointed out the fact that it evolves over time. Yeah, and it has for you. And I think that's kind of the natural progression of things. You get to a certain level, maybe you accomplish something and the why changes and, and you go to the next. Um, yeah. Well, or sometimes you think that, you know, again, at one point, my sole purpose was money. That was why I was in business. It was solely to make more money for myself. Right. And um, and 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 so that's just not the sole purpose anymore. Right. You know, and, and it. it don't get me wrong. I'm not interested in working for free like like everyone else isn't interested in working for free. But it's but I found that I came to a point where I became we became stagnant. It's basically because I wasn't interested in getting up and going and working super hard anymore because because that wasn't enough for me anymore. Right? Just okay, great. I'm gonna make another hundred thousand bucks this year. And I know maybe that you know if you're trying to get to a hundred thousand dollars, it sounds like oh my goodness, I'd kill to make a hundred thousand dollars, right? But for me, it just at that point came you know, uh, where it wasn't, it just wasn't enough anymore. And I needed to go bigger, bigger picture. And, um, and, and, and it does, it just all the time based off of life experiences. Um, you know, I mean, there's just so many things that can affect that reason why and you should be re reviewing it and updating it and, you know, driving towards whatever the new reason is for you. Absolutely. Well, I, I want to take a break right here. We're going to be back with more from Sean. We're going to get into all the things that he's working on now. And uh, I know we're probably going to talk about how to stay in better touch with your customers and get more referrals and all that sort of stuff. So hang on. We'll be back with more from Sean Buck. Hi, this is Steve. I hope you're enjoying this interview. We've got more to come in a minute, but what I'd love for you to do right now is rate this podcast. Leave us a review, rate us on iTunes. It'll really help others discover the podcast and help us help other CEOs, other business leaders become unstoppable. So if you go to unstoppableceo.net forward slash iTunes, you can find instructions there and links that will take you right to where you need to go to review the podcast. Thanks so much. Now back to the interview. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Steve Gordon. I'm here with Sean Buck of the Newsletter Pro. And uh, Sean, uh, first, thanks again for sharing everything that you did in the first part of the interview. I mean, I, I think that that notion of really getting focused on your why as an entrepreneur is important. Now that we've kind of talked about that, I want to turn a little bit and talk about what you're working on right now. What's got you most excited? So what what's happening in Sean's world that, that's just really super exciting right now? Well, I'll talk about something that uh, that you and you and I could probably go on for a little while on, which is uh, referrals. Um, we're doing something really cool uh, with referrals. So a big mistake that I watch people make on on referral marketing, right, is that they're so cheap with it. Like they want us to give like $25 where they would normally spend like 500 bucks to get a customer. They want to give you like 25 bucks to give them a referral, right? So um, they get really cheap with it. And I I tend to look at it on the, on the opposite end. Like how can I spend more money on the people who are going to give us referrals, right? So we're about, uh, let's see, was it, uh, we're, we're one month and two days away from launching this. So this is like the inside baseball stuff of what we're getting ready to do. But we're launching two different programs. Um, the one is for, uh, 
just our our customers or our referral sources, right? Um, and uh, so these are people who usually send us, you know, one or two referrals here or there throughout the year or throughout a, a period, any given period of time. And um, and what we're going to do is we're going to do a drawing. Um, so they'll everyone who sends us the referral that signs up, we're going to give them five hundred bucks cash. So that's basic, right? That's great. Um, but that's not enough. That's not exciting or motivating to someone to send a referral. So um, we're going to do drawings. Uh, and once we get to 100 customers, we're going to buy someone a Tesla, one of those people who refers because <laughs> uh, wow. we're going to buy them a Tesla. Now, along the way, we have a few pr other cool prizes, like uh, a couple trips to Hawaii. And, um, you know, we're still working on some of the fine details. I think we're going to throw a trip to Disney World in there, maybe a cruise. And so we'll have some, some small drawings along the way as well, too, uh, just to keep people engaged and motivated and kind of pushing uh, to get those referrals because, you know, like um, one of the first trips we're going to giveaway to Hawaii will be once we hit 10 referrals. So the, you know, you'll have those people will have a one in 10 chance of, of winning a trip to Hawaii. Right. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that'll be a, that'll be a really fun referral contest and we're spending, it's going to ultimately cost us probably a little more than we normally spend to get a, a new customer from other forms of media, but the referred customer are, they're our best customers. So, you know, why wouldn't we spend a little more to go get our more of our best customers? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so that's 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 like step one of 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 that program. And then the other thing we have is we have what's called referral partners. And so these are people who send us uh, referrals on a regular basis. So they have gathered a group of people and they recommend us to their their group on on a regular basis. And so um, for people who want to be uh, in on that program um, and have the ability to be on that program, we're going to make it even simpler. So once the, once you give us over eighteen months, twenty referrals. That, that become customers, then everybody who gives us 20, we're gonna buy them a Tesla. So it's a very simple thing. And at 18 months, if you don't reach the 20, we'll cash, we'll cash you out at a thousand bucks per referral. So if someone sends us 12 referrals and they just don't quite get to the 20, then we'll cut them a check for 12 grand, you know, in commissions and thank them for, for playing. And if you hit 20 or more, um, then you'll get the you'll get the Tesla. And, and then of course with more, we'll have you know, other cool prizes that they get. If, you know, they hit 25, we'll, we'll give them the next level up of the Tesla. They won't get the, you know, $80,000 one. They'll get the $95,000 one or whatever, you know, whatever it is. Right. So, um, so yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna just go big on it. And, uh, and, and I'm pretty, pretty pumped about it because it's, it's a little scary, but it's going to be fun. <laughs> well, so you just shared a ton right there. Okay. Um, and, uh, and, and so let's unpack that a little bit because the thinking that had to go in to you coming up with this whole contest is yeah. pretty unusual. I mean, I talk to a lot of business owners. You talk to a lot of business owners. There aren't a heck of a lot of them giving away Teslas for referrals. So, yeah. so let's unpack that thinking a little bit as, as you approached doing this and you've done contests and you've mm -hmm. done giveaways before. So it's, you had a little practice. You didn't go from zero to, Hey, let's give away 10 Teslas this year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But so help us through that thinking process a little bit. Well, so a couple things I know when I go out and get, and I'll just give you like last quarter's number. So this is all inside baseball stuff. Right. But when I go out and get a, a cold, uh, customer. So I, I run an ad somewhere, you know, Facebook or something, let's say, right. And I pull that customer in cold and, uh, and I sell them last month. Um, the people who bought uh, that came in cold, it took them 4.4 months to make a decision to buy. 
Okay, and that's our core product. That's not every product we sell, that's the core product, right? That's a long time. On average, someone who was referred in took 44 days, right? So right there, I, I've got a huge difference. My average person who was referred in actually spent approximately $500 more per month with us than someone from a cold source. So now I've got a higher uh, monthly, you know, annual and then in turn lifetime value of the customer. Um, and two, I'm really looking for, I'm, you know, I'm looking in to some extent guys like you, right? And when you're going after a more affluent, more successful crowd, uh, me offering you 500 bucks to give me a referral, just, I mean, you're not going to, you got, there's so many easier ways for you to make 500 bucks. You're not going to go get up and think about helping me get a referral, but me saying, Hey, I'll, uh, I'm going to do all this marketing. I'll, we'll put it all together. We'll take, we'll do a bunch of the heavy lifting for you. Uh, I need you to send these emails and maybe host a webinar for us or whatever, whatever the case may be. If you can help us get these referrals, we'll track them for you. And if over 18 months, 20 of them become customers, we'll buy you a Tesla. You know what? You are much more likely to get up in the morning and say, yeah, I'm going to help Sean out doing that. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, and Tesla's cool right now. And so, um, so, you know, it's really hot, it's popular and it's not that you couldn't go buy yourself a Tesla. It's just that you don't need a Tesla. doesn't mean you don't want one. <laughs> you just don't need a Tesla. Right. You know? And so, um, um, you know, it, it's, it's, we, we just found that if you, depending on who you're talking to, you have to make the prize, you know, appropriate to that audience. And in this case, I'm talking to very successful business owners or very successful entrepreneurs. A lot of our clients, uh, for the core product, most of our clients are doing at least a million dollars in sales. You know, for some of our other products, maybe there are $300,000 a year revenue type of businesses, right? But for the core product, they're probably doing a million dollar plus in sales. So if that's the case, I gotta give them something that's gonna motivate them to get up in the morning and help me out. And, and so that was, um, you know, that was some of the math and some of the logic that went into deciding to do this. Now, one of the things that if, if folks have been listening for a while, they'll know I'm not a big advocate of incentivizing referrals. So let's talk about that sure. distinction a little bit, because there's sure. a reason there um, and, and there's a reason it's working very well for you in the situation you're in. Most of the people who have trouble with incentivizing referrals, which also happens to be a lot of the people we work with, um, they're in a profession where it's either forbidden because of regulatory issues, you know, so not good if your doctor is handing out Teslas for referrals most of the time. <laughs> your financial advisor would go to jail. Um, you know, the attorneys have some trouble with it. The other part of that is when it becomes a really personal service. Sure. You know, then it what we've seen is then it becomes more difficult. However, your business is not that it's it's high ticket, but it's not that incredibly personal private thing that somebody's gonna to wanna to hide, they're happy to go talk about you. And that's the distinction that we see. So for everybody listening, if you wanna know like where the line is, depending on which side of, of the line your business is on, that's typically where we've seen the, the breakdown. And maybe you've got a different experience. I'd love to hear what you've seen. No, that's what we've seen too. Um, you know, and for us, so the thing is, is we get plenty of referrals now. It's just how did, the question was, how do I take it from, you know, what we probably got, 40, what do we get? 47, 47, I want to say referred customers last year. Um, how do I take it to 47 at, from 47 to 200? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and for us, 
you know, going big, a huge wow, something that we could promote um, outside of the box. And then you, the other thing you got to remember is we are, um, we are, even though we're a newsletter company out at the core, we're a marketing company, right? So we sometimes need to show that we're really good marketers, you know, and, that, you know, and so part of that plays into our positioning in, in our entire uh, universe here, because there are some people who, who do really well with contests. That is a great way for them to go out and get referrals. Now, for the people you, you mentioned, a lot of times what we recommend uh, is all relationship-based mm -hmm. referrals type of a deal, right? You know, and so uh, financial advisors um, cannot do any kind of giveaway or promotion right. for that. But man, you sure can take your best clients to dinner and see if they want to bring a friend, you know, and have an event type of a deal. And 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 I think that's more along the lines of the, you know, in, in the realm of where you're recommending for those types of people. Yeah. And, and I want, and I just wanted to be clear for everybody, because I know I'll get the emails, hey, you say never yeah. do that. And it's not, no, we don't say never do that. It's just that it, you got to do it in the right situation. And, and in this situation, I think it's a fantastic example of how to really think big with this stuff. Um, and, and again, the whole game of referrals in, in my mind is how do I how do I get my own interest, which is getting more clients aligned with the interest of the the people that I think can refer me? And that's really the that's the whole exercise that you just outlined with the car. Right. Well, it, in the bigger the, to your point, the bigger portion of that is the partner portion of it where we're giving away for just the 20 referrals. So to recruit a partner. Okay, and that's what we call them, their referral partners, right? That is not an easy task. And in fact, my best partners have taken me years to get as partners. But in this type of promotion, now this is theory for me, okay? I don't know whether this is gonna work out or not. Like most marketing, it's a test. But, but my guess is I'm gonna be able to recruit them a lot easier. And so when I recruit the partner under this program, okay, then I can go out and um, from there, so if you're a partner and I just gave you a Tesla, probably not too difficult for me to have a conversation about you, even without the Tesla, us working together more and doing more business together and getting more referrals. And a good referral partner couldn't be worth 50, 75, 100 new clients to, to us in, an, in a year, depending on who they are. Um, or even 20 is, is phenomenal, right? So um, so to, to some extent, there's also a, a, a recruitment strategy here that it will open doors for us that we may take me two years to get opened otherwise. Sure. And and once you have those relationships created, it it lasts for years and oh. years and years and years. Oh. Those relationships usually stay in place. Yeah, totally. I, I was telling someone actually just yesterday, um, I was talking to a friend of mine and we were talking about this and she was telling me my CAC, my customer acquisition cost for some of my referral partners was was too high. And I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. Like this one guy, I might have spent a fortune to get him, but He's referred me millions in business over the last four or five years, you know. And actually, you would you would know uh, you would know who I'm talking about. We were all in the group together, um, uh, Ben Glass. And so, um, you know, Ben's been a great partner for the last four years. I think it it's been three four years. And um, and and so no, that that acquisition cost is not too high. That's I, it was a bargain. My acquisition right. cost was was cheap. So yeah. Well, and I. The point for everybody to take away is, is you got to have this long term view of what is this relationship really going to be worth? And that's a scarce commodity, that idea of looking beyond just what am I going to get in the next 90 days? 
Yeah. And, um, and and too many business owners fall into that. And I, I understand why, especially, you know, we talked in the first part of the interview about, you know, the different levels of income and how your, your motivation changes a little bit. When you're in those early stages, it's really hard to look more than 30, 60, 90 days down the road. But to the extent that you do, your life is going to be better and uh, you're going to make better decisions and build better relationships and, and actually find bigger opportunities sooner, I think, if, if you take that view. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. So aside from all of that excitement, I mean, that's huge. What, what else is, is happening? The book has been very successful, so uh, which is No BS Guide to uh, Referral Marketing. Uh, with Dan Kennedy. Did I get the title exactly right? Is that the uh, No BS Guide to, he always has these crazy titles, right? No BS Guide to Maximum Customer Retention and Referrals. Okay. I, think. I, I knew there was too many words in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's done very, very well. Um, you, do you have another book coming? Anything we should know about? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably six months out on another book um, um, that I've been working on for a little bit. I've been, uh, we've been growing so much. I've been, uh, I'm a little behind schedule actually for it, but uh about six months out and it's all going to actually be on growth. So just scaling companies. Um, we get a lot of questions on, on how to scale, right? You know, you could take it to a million or, you know, 2 million, but how do you take it to 10 million and beyond? Right. And what's, what's, in, what's that take? And so, um, you know, that's actually more passion project than necessarily, uh, a business, uh, project, uh, per se, you know, maybe we'll get business out. Maybe we won't, but, um, but I love talking about growth and scaling companies and building businesses. So, so yeah, working on that. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, we're just uh, on on uh, on pace for had a great first quarter. So uh, low churn, high high new monthly sales. So yeah, just hopefully uh, can gonna continue that up. Those are kind of um, focus on making this a, a you know transformative year. You know, one of those just not not small growth, big growth, right? So yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So I want to brag on you a little bit. Um, as I mentioned earlier in the interview, we've sent some, some folks to you, uh, some Thank of you. our clients over the years. Um, they've had a phenomenal experience. Um, you guys do just a great job of making the whole process of getting a newsletter out, which is a difficult process for most business owners because they, when they start it from you know, their end trying to, to get it done, they start with a blank, play, a blank page, and that's a terrible place to start when you're trying to create a newsletter. And you guys take all of that away, and you handle all the mailing and all the other stuff that, that's difficult. Um, and, uh, and you do a phenomenal job at it. And, and the folks that, that we've sent have just been extremely happy. Um, if, if people want to find out about kind of your core offering, uh, what, what's the best place for them to go? And, and, uh, and, and is there anything you want to share with them about that? Yeah, um, I will. Um, here's what I want them to do. I want uh, have them. I'll have them grab their phones and text. Uh, send a text to this phone number. So I want them to send the word CEO to 208-269-9111. So 208-269-9111. Text the word CEO. And what I'll do is I'm going to send them a complimentary cop uh, copy of one of my books on newsletter marketing. But it, Here's the thing, it's so much more than that. I'm actually gonna send them this whole shock and awe package. There's no shipping, no handling, it's completely complimentary. Um, this is a package that we have used to generate millions of dollars in revenue um, for our business. Um, so when you get it, you won't be able to miss it. Now, I'm not gonna spoil the surprise of everything that's in it and what it looks like. I promise it will stand out in your mailbox uh, like nothing you, you normally get. 
uh, but you'll see it. It'll be packed with uh, just really cool materials. And if you, t even if you're not super interested in newsletters, if you get that and you study that from a marketing standpoint, um, you you can probably get some really good ideas of what to use to go out to your prospects um, and your leads that would would ultimately help you close some more sales. And so, um, yeah, I'll, you know, we'll like I said, we'll pick up we'll pick up all the shipping costs, all everything. They'll get a physical copy sent to them if they're in the U.S. A digital one if they're outside the U.S. But uh, but yeah, that's awesome. That's really generous. Thank you. And uh, yeah. and for those of you who are uh, interested in, in understanding how you can use newsletters in your marketing, I, I urge you to take Sean up on the offer. Uh, Sean, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Um, no, I um, I don't. I got to say, I I have uh, I really enjoy your newsletter. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy that and your book. Your book was great. I did, you know, um, in fact, it took me a little bit to place that it, that you wrote that. Like, you know, I didn't, I didn't place it immediately when I bought the book. So it wasn't just because I knew you when I got it. So, um, yeah, but uh, it, was, it was really good. So, yeah, great Thank job. You. I appreciate it. And uh, thanks for being on. Great to reconnect with you. And uh, we'll talk soon, I'm sure. Yeah, sounds great. Thanks for listening to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. Help others discover this show. Leave a review and rating on iTunes at unstoppableceo.net forward slash iTunes.